It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Day one of the offseason begins with Commanders players cleaning out their lockers on Monday and vacating Ashburn. Closing the door on 2022 right now on Locked On Commanders. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Commanders fans of the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and the WUSA9 Plus app on your Roku or Amazon Fire Stick. We thank you for making us your first listen or your first view of the day. I'm David Harrison, and sitting and speaking right next to me is Chris the Rooster Russell, my co-host, both of us credentialed members of the media covering your Washington Commanders. Chris is doing it for the Team 980 where you'll find he and Pete Medhurst live Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern, even during the offseason, the NFL offseason, uh, where you can find them anytime on the Odyssey app. You can find me writing about your Washington Commanders, even in the offseason, at Commander Country, part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. And, and real quick, Chris, I know I said in the cold open, we're closing the door on 2022. That doesn't mean we're done talking about 2022. It's just yeah. it's time to turn the page, start looking towards the future. But to turn towards the future, you also have to evaluate where you've come from. So plenty of position group evaluations, players, rosters, contracts. There's there's plenty to dissect in 2022. So we are going to get there. But we are going to start this week with really the exit activities uh, being taking place with the Washington Commanders. Absolutely. So much to cover, even without any games to be played uh, until at least mid-August. Uh, but with the Log Banders podcast, your first listen and view of the day. Today's episode of LOC is presented by our friends at PrizePix. PrizePix. PrizePix.com is a daily fantasy game made easy. Pick between two and five players. And if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 by using the promo code Locked on. That's prizepicks.com and the promo code is locked on. All right. So as David mentioned, the locker, the lockers, the the lockers, if I could speak in English, being cleaned out on Monday in Ashburn. And David, you were there for the festivities. Uh, I was not. So we're going to turn things uh, over to you. I, I guess after a win on Sunday evening. Against organization's top rival, a convincing win, Sam Howell's debut, an eighth win, which is the most since 2016, a 500 as 500 as even. We're going to discuss all of this. What was the general mood in the locker room on Monday? Uh, you know, it, it was it was actually kind of a mixed bag of things, right? Like there were a lot of players. 
I mean, obviously, no, nobody wants to be cleaning out their lockers. You know what I mean? Following the final week of the regular season, you want to be, you know, having a, a coach press conference and, and getting maybe some treatment, getting a workout in because you've got practice uh, coming up, you know, later in the week to get ready for your wild card matchup. Uh, unfortunately for the Washington Commanders, that's obviously not going to happen. And I think that kind of the way that it didn't happen really is going to kind of hang over this group of guys. And I don't, I don't say that as in like, I think it's going to carry on to 2023 necessarily. I just, I think each man to an individual and then even, even the coaches and Oz, I mean, everybody on the staff, like kind of in the building, right? Every, every man and woman involved in the organization in some way, shape or form understands that at some point in time during this season, every part of this team failed each other, whether it's untimely missed kicks, you know what I mean? Or it's, it's bad offense. Uh, leading to to close losses in, in games where defense is held, you know, opponents under 20 points, or it's bad defense, right? When you look at week two uh, in Detroit specifically, where your offense goes out and produces, but the defense can't keep the opponent under a certain amount, or it's bad coaching and decisions and challenge, not challenge, timeout, don't timeout, play call. Uh, you know, I mean, and, and honestly, if you look at it, Chris, at some point in time, all season long, except for Sam Howell, Every key leader on this team was they had their job called for, right? There were people who wanted Carson Wentz's job called for. People didn't want Taylor Heineke starting. You know what I mean? Believe it or not, for some people out there. Um, I mean, honestly, people there were people who were pounding the table saying Sam Howell wasn't ready. So, I mean, I guess in a, in a kind of a way, you could say that people didn't want him to even get the start uh, in the first place. Jack Del Rio, you know, there were there was a period of the season where we were wondering. Uh, if if it was going to come to a tipping point with him, Scott Turner obviously has a lot of buzz around him. Ron Rivera, uh, obviously Dan, Jason Wright. I mean, it's just it's an organization in turmoil. Yet for everything, every single player in the locker room that we spoke to, um, kind of echoed the same sentiment that they didn't get to where they know they're capable of getting to. And I think that's the biggest letdown of all is. This group of guys, not just from a competitor, we always want to win. They genuinely believe they're more talented than their record shows that they are. Yeah, and you know what? They're right. I didn't have to be in the locker room. You were, uh, and other reporters were, uh, but I can tell you just, you know, with as much honesty as I can, this team did not overachieve. This team underachieved. This team didn't achieve enough, period. Um, and that should be the sentiment that they have. That should be, instead of having this wonderful taste in their mouth like the Detroit Lions probably do going into this offseason, who failed to make the playoffs but ended on an extreme high note after what? Yeah. They were three and seven, I think it was, to start the year and right. one and five uh, with that one win coming against the commanders that you referenced in week two to go into Lambeau Field to finish the way they did this year. Hammering the Giants at MetLife Stadium a couple of weeks ago, a playoff team doing what they did to to eliminate the Green Bay Packers. They have a good feeling walking away. It's kind of like the feeling this organization had, quite honestly, David, two years ago when they did win the division, granted at seven and nine, back with the 16 game schedule, and then almost, almost, almost might be a stretch. They gave the eventual Super Bowl champion, as you know, Tampa Bay Buccaneers a pretty good test, a pretty good run. That was the difference between how they went into that offseason. Hey, things are rosy. Things are optimistic. And this offseason, Ron tried to paint a rosier picture. The players, 
and Ron, if they're all given truth serum, they know they underachieved. Period. Yeah. It's that simple. And we're continuing to obviously as we go along. But was there anything that anyone specific said anything that made you go, wow, I, I didn't think about that? Um, is there any, 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 uh, I, I guess, nugget about it more than the others? Uh, not necessarily. I think just the overall kind of tone of it, the biggest, the biggest trend that I, that I caught, it wasn't, so I guess it wasn't an individual comment or conversation with a single player, but just the trend of uncertainty, right? Like, uh, obviously I think everybody expects, you know, Taylor Heineke's words are going to be kind of uncertain. He said he wants to be back. He would love to be back, uh, with these guys, but he understands that that's not necessarily set in stone. I think honestly, the vibe, you know, all week, not just today or, or yesterday, the vibe all week is that Taylor Heineke he's probably not going to be back. I think that's mm -hmm. the writing that is on the wall that everybody is is basically reading. I mean, never say never, I suppose, but, you know, that's that's kind of the vibe. But to a man, I mean, Cole Holcomb coming off of an injury, you know, he's got a contract situation. Uh, he's not sure he's going to be back. Deron Payne is, is in a contract situation. Not sure he's going to be back. I mean, even Chase Young, who's under contract next year, right? It was just, it was kind of a lot of, you know, disappointment. We didn't reach, reach the heights that we know we could have. And then we'll just kind of see what, what's going on uh, in the in the near future. I think that, Chris, one way or another, honestly, I think the roster, probably about 80% of it is probably going to be the same, honestly. But I think that locker room, that organization, I've, everybody is anticipating there isn't going to be a much different feel to this organization in 2023. The problem, I, well, I wouldn't say the problem, but I think where the anxiety is coming from is nobody honestly knows if it's going to be better. You know what I mean? Like everybody knows it's going to be different, but different yep. how? Because there's a lot of ways this thing can go this offseason. It's going to be an incredibly busy offseason because this is a team in a situation where even if nothing is happening, that's news. Like yeah. if nothing happens, that's massive amounts of news. You know what I mean? But if something happens, obviously everything that happens is also news. So this offseason, like they're the the Washington Commanders are at, at a crossroads. And if you remember, well, I know you remember, but any listeners who have been here since before I joined the show, when I joined the show, I said this team reminded me of the 2017 Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Well, 2017 was last year in that analogy. So this year will be 2018. And I will tell you the 2018 Tampa Bay Buccaneers, if you go back, they very much they they disappointed. They missed their mark. They didn't achieve everything they wanted to achieve. There was some controversy around them, not to the level that is here. 2019, they brought in some new blood. It didn't get them to where they wanted to be still, but it put them on a better trajectory. And then 2020, they won a Super Bowl. I'm not saying this was going to happen here in Washington, but I'm just saying a seemingly throwaway line, Chris, of this team reminds me of 2017 Bucks is starting to kind of fall in line a little bit more and more as we go through this thing. All right. Um, and David, in making some overall reference to the ownership situation, which is looming, and then there's yeah. another big situation that we are going to tackle coming straight up. Plus, an award was handed out today, Monday, in the commander's locker room. David was there for that. He'll tell you and give you all the details and well-deserving as well. Right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. But first, guys, this episode is brought to you by Prize Picks and PrizePicks.com. How does it work? Well, it's simple. Pick between two and five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times 
your money on any entry. And the great news is you can play at any sport. You have six NFL playoff games coming up Saturday, Sunday, and Monday with the finale being the Dallas Cowboys, a team that Commanders fans are very familiar with against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But it's not just exclude uh it's not just including the NFL you also have the NBA NHL in full swing and hey golf is back with the PGA and men's college basketball so much action entries can be made in 60 seconds or less it's that easy safe and, safe and fast withdrawals currently available in over 30 states and in Canada download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com sign up today and play daily fantasy sports first time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on if you deposit 100 PrizePix going to give you 100 if you deposit 50 PrizePix going to give you 50 don't forget to enter the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Yeah. And after you take all the prize picks money, make sure you pay your taxes so you don't end up in jail yes. for tax evasion. Our friends at TurboTax can help you with that. Go to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Me with an expert who will do them for you. TurboTax experts can relieve you from the stress of taxes and file for you so you can do not the taxes. Show your eyes things that are not taxes. Unpack a moving box of not taxes. Taste not taxes. Do anything but your taxes. With TurboTax, an expert will do your taxes from start to finish, ensuring your taxes are done right, guaranteed, so you can relax. Feels good to be done with your taxes, doesn't it? And you did it without even doing a thing. Come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. Into it, TurboTax, full service products only. Video meeting while expert does your taxes required. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantee. All right, we are with you on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Thanks again for making this your first listen and view of the day. Now subscribe to the Locked On NFL podcast and get daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories around the league. Plus in-depth analysis on the biggest games with NFL key predictions every Friday and Monday. Local Insiders Cup of the Weekend with game-to-game -game episodes. It's Locked On NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Before we get to one of the big questions, certainly that is looming early in the offseason, uh, David, you were, again, present for a special presentation inside the on Monday. What was it all about and who won the prize? So it was the Media Good Guy Award, if I'm saying that correctly. It's it's you are. first year you are. I've been uh, a part of it. And and it's it's cool. It's just it's basically just the media group's way of of showing appreciation to uh, I mean, really kind of in general, just to players, but specifically one player who kind of makes our job just a little bit easier daily, weekly, what, what have you. Um, and it's voted. Um, it's an anonymous vote um, uh, this year. I don't know if every year, but John Kime of ESPN is the one who collected the votes. And trust me, there were some people who were trying to figure out what the vote count was and who was voting which way. And he kept it secret as far as I can tell. Um, but yeah, it was voted on by the media members. It was closer than I think in some previous years, but for the third straight season, right, Chris? Uh, Terry McLaurin, uh, number 17 in your program, number one in your hearts, won uh, the award this year. Yeah. I don't know and, who and you voted for. It's like voting for the president. Like nobody wants to talk about who they voted for. Well, here's the deal I didn't get a vote this year because I wasn't no. in the locker room enough like you were. You were there okay. almost every day. I wasn't. Yeah. So I didn't deserve a vote. So I'm glad you I were disagree. able to vote. 
I, I uh, disagree well, with that. But. I, I mean, I appreciate that. I mean, I, I've obviously I've participated in the past. And right. I never had anybody win it three years in a row. Um, yeah. You know, congratulations. I mean, you know what kind of a gem of a human being Terry McLaurin is. Oh, and by the way, he's a really good football player, as I get to see most weeks. Um you know, and again, this is not a an award that many fans per se care about, like MVP or Pro Bowl mm -hmm. or anything like that. You'll never see a media campaign about it, like you see, you know, with certain other awards, Pro Bowl and Walter Payton Man of the Year, all that stuff. It, right. it, but it is. I, I will say this. Here's my contribution. It is very important in telling the story of every locker room, of every sport, of every football organization to have players that cooperate and not only cooperate, but go above and beyond in helping yeah. the media. Now that doesn't mean that Terry McLaurin calls John Kime and tells him secrets. That's not what that right. means. It means, Hey, I'm not running from you. I'm not hiding from you. I am accountable, good and bad after games, after Wednesday practice, after Friday practice. Not that I'm always there, not that I'm always available, but I am available when you guys have questions and need a prominent team voice. And that's why yeah. you win that award. And it is important, no matter what fans want to say about the media's role, it is important story and getting the behind the scenes layers that maybe you don't always get in an in a quick little interview soundbite that you might see on the TV news or something like or read about quite honestly in print. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, and I would tell, you know, fans that what you see like on Twitter, you know, the clips that you see on Twitter and, and all that stuff, that's it's it's a fraction of really what's being discussed. And I mean, even even what you see, you know, in the quotes, you know, on on, on your favorite website or, or whatever, you know, what have you. I mean, though that's that's a fraction of what's happening. And that's not even counting kind of the side conversations. Uh, that happen we you know when the cameras are not on and when the microphones aren't recording right there's there's a lot there and yeah terry he's just one of those guys man i mean everybody kind of has like their day well i don't say everybody but every like star player like terry mclaurin quarterbacks i mean brian robinson is a guy who has kind of like a day a week uh that he speaks you know uh charles leno jr is another one but um every time every time there's a scrum around terry the guys who maybe don't want to talk because maybe their camera's shy or they just don't have a lot to say and they don't want to be put on the spot like that's our opportunity, right? To get in and get out because everybody's gonna be around Terry McLaurin's locker for about 15, 20 minutes and even longer uh, than that. And for those who don't kind of know the process, like there's always a PR person standing by the scrum just to kind of, you know, regulate things if needed, which is is not uh, usually a problem with with this group here between the media and the players are all, everybody gets along pretty well. Um, and they kind of do the whole lap. You've heard it, right? The, the last question, there are two more or one more, right? Mm -hmm. And every time they do that, like the, the, the P it's funny because PR guys go like two more and then you get two more questions and the PR guy walks away and then Terry talks for like 15 more minutes <laughs> because he's just willing, you know right. what I mean? He's willing to do it. And yeah, it's not about right. telling media what they want to hear or, or, you know, giving them a specific sound bite for an article or something. But Terry is one, he's, he's very personable. He's very honest, uh, but he's also very intelligent and he knows how, to 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 choose his words wisely so he's a good representation for the team especially when there's not great moments you know what i mean like that's that's when it's almost most important so yeah it's, it's very valuable um you know there were some other potential candidates i think you know taylor heineke certainly was one of them i mean um i know a lot of people in the media workroom chris praised him when he got benched um and he still talked to the media like that day that we found out that he wasn't starting he was at his locker mm -hmm. and he spoke to the scrum he spoke to us individually you know what i mean and uh, that's that's rare.
that is, that's it's rare for a backup quarterback uh, to talk, especially the day that they found out they're not the starting quarterback anymore. Mm-hmm. That is incredibly rare. So it's also incredibly impressive and shows the true nature of, of Taylor Heineke. You know, so Sam Howell shed a light on Carson Wentz's personality and humanity uh, on Sunday night after the game. So we're going to shed a light on Taylor Heineke's uh, here on 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 Tuesday for those of you listening Monday night, maybe if you're catching this on the premiere. But yeah, I mean. Taylor Heineke, you know, I'll just say we've said a lot about him over the, the, the years. Regardless of what comes up, what happens, that is a good dude. That is an absolutely gem of a human being. I've told him this. Wish him the best of luck in whatever happens. Yeah. Uh, and I will be watching to see whatever happens. Yeah, I think that's incredibly well said. And, you know, as as uneven, and that's the nicest way I can say it, as this organization has been over the last 25-plus years, even, even before Dan took over, but certainly since Dan, as uneven as they've been, you know, David, we've been lucky as a media group. And again, the, the media is a essentially a representative of the fam. And in some ways, a, a, a platform to the fan, um, even though fans often don't like the media. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we've been lucky. I mean, I, I covered guys like Lorenzo and Kedrick Olston and, you know, Kirk Cousins and Rex Grossman and John Beck and, you know, some good quarterbacks, some not good quarterbacks, um, you know, and, and, and many other difficult characters. Uh, I, I guess, you know, at times, uh, London Fletcher was somewhat difficult to deal with. Um, D'Angelo Hall was almost always easy to deal with. Not really was that way. But the guys that go out of their way to help you do your job and therefore, again, be a conduit to the fans truly and not running and hiding, uh, that is important. All right. Coming up, we are going to scratch the surface a little bit. We're not going to have a whole lot of time to take a deep dive uh, because it is a complex, complex uh, study. Scott Turner. In the crosshairs, that's probably the first major decision that has to be made this offseason, certainly by Ron Rivera. We're going to weigh early and give you some numbers that might open your eyes on Scott Turner's future. That's coming up next right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. But first, this episode of Locked On Commanders is presented by Bet Online. That's right. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. They have all the opening line odds already up for the six NFL playoff games. And as well for all sorts of coaching hires and uh, different odds that you can put down some juice on uh, and have some action on in terms of your favorite team, if it's already in terms of the hottest coordinators in the NFL getting head coaching jobs and where. You can find it all, again, at betonline.net. You get the latest odds for every sport out there, uh, from the NFL playoffs to basketball and all the action on the ice. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. It's Bet Online. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Final part of today's conversation on the Locked On Commanders Podcast. Going to be a little bit more of a, of a downward turn on this conversation, unfortunately, because of, of everything that's happened. But Chris, before we do that, though, real quick, I do want to kind of continue this this conversation about who the good guys are in the locker room, right? And 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 I want because because like you said, the media kind of can can serve as a platform to the fan base and kind of connect the dots a little bit. And I just I do want these this fan base to understand that they've got a very good locker room um, that that they're cheering on. I know that you know the season didn't go well, and 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 the the record certainly doesn't reflect what everybody thought the potential uh, of the team could could be. But I mean, I rem- I mean I remember Chris. I've been talking to Sam Howell all season long, like uh, once or twice a week. I mean, I just would you know we would just kind of uh, talk at his locker and, and just just a straight up good dude. And what impressed me before his start. Um, so obviously, you know, Tuesday, the announcement gets made officially. He's, he's the starting quarterback. He does his weekly press conference as a starting quarterback Wednesday, come back for practice when the locker room. And I was kind of, and I was honestly a little bit sad. I was actually telling coach Longo uh, after we did our interview, it was like, you know, coach, like I'm like the only guy going to talk to Sam Howell almost on a daily basis because he's the number three quarterback. Nobody, nobody, nobody talks to the number three quarterback. Right. But I'm like the only guy doing I'm like now I'm going to have to fight just to even just, just to say hi, you know what I mean? To him, to him. Um, and and he was there and and he was eating one of those berry they got like these berry you know nutrition bowl things um or whatever and I was a little surprised because so he walked by I said hi he said hey what's up man you know da, da, whatever he's doing his berry thing and I'm kind of thinking okay he's gonna go do some starting quarterback business but he wasn't like, he literally just stood there and it was actually a little awkward because he was looking at me and I was like oh we're we're gonna talk still like, <laughs> like so we're just gonna have a conversation so we started talking and what struck me was like this dude is the same. Like he is the same Sam Howell I've talked to all season long. Like mm-hmm. starting designation or not, just got done leading a practice as a quarterback in an NFL franchise. He's the same dude. You know what I mean? And then in the locker room after the win, at the podium after the win, that's Sam Howell. So like the Sam Howell you guys saw at the podium, that's a little bit behind the curtain. That's the same Sam Howell has Sam Howell I've been talking to all season long. So right. I think that says something about the maturity and and again the strength of him to from a lot of people has been his mentality and kind of the mindset, the ability to kind of be in the moment, but also understand the moment like so so that's something i'll offer up to the fans who you know nobody is nobody here is saying that sam how qb won 2023 and for the rest of the franchise but just for those of you who are excited a little bit of what sam Howell might be the sam Howell you saw again in the press conference the same the sam Howell, the personality the composure the you know all that stuff like that's that's the guy that i've i've gotten to know a little bit uh throughout the season so i mean if if anything even keel and and consistent. I mean, those are those are two valuable characteristics for a quarterback. No, no doubt that from the minute he was drafted, he seems very even keeled, mild mannered, and you know, obviously, he uh, has a strong faith and religion, and and that mm-hmm. fuels him a little bit. And maybe, just maybe, he'll be the quarterback. A quick question that we'll begin to tackle today, and I'll have much more on in my solo episode. Uh, on um, uh, that we'll post, you know, Tuesday evening in for Wednesday, Scott Turner, and whether or not he will be Sam Howell's offensive coordinator, whether Sam is the star or the backup or in a quarterback battle, we just don't know at this point. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of rumors swirling around this organization. Ron said uh, on Sunday night, that he's going to take his time to evaluate. Um, David, I guess big picture question: Would you be very surprised? Would you be very surprised if Scott Turner is Sam Howell's offensive coordinator next year? 
Very surprised. No. Um, a little bit surprised. Yes. Like I can't, if, if there is one coach that won't be back next season, I believe it's Scott Turner. Um, even if he is back, I think there's going to be a caveat to that. And I think there's going to be kind of some, where you want to put them about, I don't know if we want to call them boundaries or, or mechanisms. Like, I don't know, like there's, there's going to be kind of something, some sort of forcing function that will kind of steer Scott in his game planning and, and his play calling. I don't think that Scott Turner is going to get quite as much autonomy as it appears that he's gotten so far in his tenure here, if he is indeed still around. But uh, I know for a fact that JP Finley, NBC Sports Washington, was on the radio, I'm assuming it was 1067, right? Um, and I, I, I didn't hear it on the air, just full disclosure. I heard him doing whatever he was doing and so i know that he's uh, he's a little frustrated sounds like that you know basically there's no pressure on ron to really make a move at this at that position or at this point and the the truth of the matter is like the quarterback coaches out there the wide receiver coaches maybe the offensive coordinators that want to make a lateral move whose contracts are coming up or something like most of the good ones that are going to be highly sought after are still coaching right so Ron doesn't have to make a move Monday night, Tuesday morning. I mean, he could, but I would anticipate probably hearing, you know, that Ron needs more time to to look at things. You know, they just started preparing for the offseason type of thing. And to a certain extent, that's fair. But, you know, I would say this. If if I get to Mobile, Alabama, and Scott Turner is still the offensive coordinator, he, he's probably still staying. You know what I mean? Because by that time, there's going to be a lot of talent off the board. Yeah. Um, I think it's an interesting timeline. I'd be very surprised if Scott is the offensive coordinator next year. And I think I said something on Monday afternoon that you know I'd be surprised if a week from now, meaning next Monday after, you know, all the first games was still in place. That doesn't mean that it's all 100% Scott's fault or Scott's incompetent or anything like that. It's just it hasn't worked out. With a lot more talent this year, uh, and there are a lot of things that you just kind of alluded to that I'll dig deeper on on our next episode of the Locked mm-hmm. On Commanders podcast uh, because we want to be fair and we want to evaluate the situation right. fairly, which is allegedly what Ron Rivera is doing right now. So we'll do that on uh, the next episode. Thank you for making us a part of your a day and as well for giving us the opportunity to be here on LOC and for you to make LOC your first listen and view of the day. Now for your second listen, we've got Locked On NFL podcast, bringing you the local insights you love to the national spotlight with daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories. Locked On NFL, it's available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. So again, Scott Turner and the first major domino or decision of the offseason to Ron Rivera. If you want to hop in, 301-615-3577 or locked on, uh, locked on Washington Commanders at gmail.com or simply DM us at LO Commanders. For partner David Harris, Washington Commanders, Fresside.com's fan nation and commander country. I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medher show on the Team 980, always live and free and on demand on the app. If you're out and and thank you for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders Podcast. Hey, Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.